0: This is Larry Cabby, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey. Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart. The voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Self Suckers. Well, hey, kids. It's me, Townsend Coleman, and you probably know me better as the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince. And you are listening to Chris and Alan. Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Chris and Alan. You right now are with Chris and Alan. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder... Thunder... Columbus! thunder, thunder got... Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and it is just me here today. Um, I have nobody joining me, uh, no Mr. Chris Vint or anything like that. So you'll just have to deal with me. Um, First of all, let me apologise for the sound quality of this. It's probably not the best in comparison to what you're used to, simply because um, I'm recording this on my headset microphone that I have uh, that we used to record the show on. So we're really going retro with uh, recording devices in that aspect. But I wanted to get on here and uh, do a kind of mini episode with you all, I don't really know how long this is overly going to go. It's a case of, it's been a month since our last episode was out, Uh, pretty much, I think it was actually Christmas Day, Um, so we're just over a month from that having happened, and uh, I wanted to do something simply because I didn't want you to think we had all ran off and left you alone and stopped doing the show or anything like that, that's never anything to be worried about folks, but um, I'm going to do a little thing that I normally do, Um, well I did normally do on my YouTube channel, that's kind of ground to a halt more than anything again, sort of contributing factors to why um, the show is also kind of not, you know, resurged back on to your lovely iTunes feeds after Christmas time, just work stuff and other things, but uh, I'm gonna do a little thing I do where I run through, you know, maybe some gaming things and some new you know, movie news and that sort of stuff here, and then I'm going to talk to you at the end um, as to what you can look forward to, and um, the reasonings partly as well as to why we have been off the air, so to say. So, uh, we'll get things started off here with um, some gaming stuff that I was kind of wanting to talk about, and that is uh, the first one being that, you know, stuff I just find interesting is that um, word has come out that. Uh, people were thinking that the Assassin's Creed series is going to be rounded off because there was a statement made by one of the guys high up at uh, Ubisoft that uh, there was a sort of planned ending uh, so to say in that aspect but uh, one of the guys has come out, uh, Darby McDivitt, the guy who actually uh, wrote uh, the latest edition, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and he has said that there is no uh, defined ending to the Assassin's Creed series. maybe like storyline uh, stuff that would receive an ending sort of like we had with desmond uh, up until the end of assassin's creed 3 and then you had the kind of like a smattering of mentions of him in black flag but uh, he is specifically saying because there is basically all of history out there that there is no need for them to plan an official ending to the assassin's creed franchise which in my opinion is a good move by ubisoft aspect it is a game i thoroughly enjoy and um Not more so because of the gameplay or anything like that, because, you know, there's times that the gameplay does become a bit stale and a bit boring and stuff like that. But the thing I enjoy the most about Assassin's Creed is that you know the history the learning of history there's stuff i've learned about history that i would never have went and looked up or researched or anything like that if it hadn't been for assassin's creed the likes of renaissance Italy. i would not have looked into that if it had not been for assassin's creed i would not have learned about the various things that went on in that time period what what it was simply like living in renaissance Italy. um i've looked into more about you know revolutionary times in america and slavery and all this sort of stuff simply because of Assassin's Creed it broadens your horizon it broadens what you learn more than anything you know yes it's all nice you know running around and you're stabbing people and committing assassinations and things like that and you're running away from guards but the key thing to me that runs at the heart of Assassin's Creed is learning the different parts of history so it is I think it's a good thing that they've actually came out and acknowledged the fact that there is no overall plan to end Assassin's Creed. Um, plus, it is a big money maker for Ubisoft. So, do you really think they're going to, you know, end a game that makes them so much money? I don't really think so. Um, but I think kind of the biggest news that has actually came out today. So, we you know this is pretty much hot off the presses in regards to that uh, this this morning. <coughs> excuse me, is that uh, Satoru Iwata uh, is taking a fifty percent pay cut uh, at Nintendo following their financial results? their financial results Um, this is basically due to the fact that their decline in profits has went down I think it's like 30% over the last 9 months, Um, which is, if you think about it, for a company like Nintendo a pretty, pretty big drop and uh, now they're not saying that they're reducing their salaries forever. It's apparently going to be only for like the next five months or so. And uh, but it isn't just going to be the likes of uh, Iwata reducing his wages. I think Miyamoto is due to as well, and various other different board numbers. I think this is basically due to the fact that um, you know they forecast the Wii U to sell. I think it was about nine million units. Uh, that's been slashed down to two point eight million. Um, People have been calling for Iwata to resign this whole time, so I think this is kind of the closest he's got to acknowledging that there are issues in regards to uh, the say, you know, the sales of their Wii U, and but he's not willing to go so far as to actually resign from his position as the head of Nintendo. But uh, this is kind of him going halfway house and saying, right, okay, I will indeed take a pay cut in regards to this. The uh, response so far from people online has been, uh, a bit mixed. You know, there are people saying, you know, that this is a sign showing, you know, it's good, it's good guy Nintendo sort of, you know, sort of the way the memes say, um, and then there's others saying that it is just um, Iwata and others trying to save their own skin and keep their jobs. What way will we see this going? Um, in my opinion, again, you know, pl- you know, places have started slashing the prices of the Wii U substantially and the sales haven't drastically went up so do we really see this as helping Nintendo by simply slashing your wages by 50 percent for five months I don't think so something drastically needs to be done in regards to the Wii U you need to open up your eyes Nintendo and branch out a bit and just look at all the options because apparently the Wii U is not a very good console to develop for, it's very tricky and hard to program for unlike now where we have the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, which have been designed to be more PC based and easier for the developers to actually program and make their games for Nintendo is still being very backwards in comparison to those guys so um, it's looking like a major overhaul is going to be needed, done bar simple wage cuts where nintendo will go with that is to be seen but they need to embrace third party stuff and that's what's been a real killer for the wii u bar the lack of first uh, party titles in the opening year and a bit of its life but third party is a lot to do with how you make money on your consoles nowadays you know if Sony only released first party titles for the PlayStation 4 when it came out what would have had Killzone effectively and Knack that would have been your only two titles for that PlayStation console whereas because the likes of PlayStation and Xbox went to the publishers like Ubisoft and you know anybody out there that is making high titles, EA as well for goodness sake, even though EA is considered one of the worst companies in terms of gaming these companies have went and embraced the brand new generation of consoles with their third-party titles because they have simply been made easy to design for. Now, I don't see Nintendo making great grounds in regards to that, you know, this generation or their own generation because I don't class the Wii U as part of this generation in regards to the PlayStation or the Xbox. The PlayStation and the Xbox are on their own now. Nintendo is on their own wee pedestal as well, below the PlayStation and the Xbox. They just aren't on the same ballpark. Now, do not get me wrong, I love Nintendo products, but they are just not, you know, doing good when it comes to the home console front nowadays. The, their handhelds are still doing great, the Nintendo 3DS is doing great, the 2DS is doing great. They're selling loads of handheld stuff, but at the end of the day, it's not happening for them, and they need to find a way out of this. But um, that's going to do enough for Nintendo, but that's a pretty major news article that came out today that uh, Nintendo is basically taking a pay cut, effectively, with all of their major board members, including uh, Mr. Iwata. So, next up, we'll shift gears from uh, video games and move over to movies and the Super Bowl Um, specifically stuff that is lined up to debut trailers and other trailers that are due to appear during the Super Bowl this coming Sunday Um, now obviously because as you all know we're not from America here at Retroshock so American football probably isn't our greatest of desires to watch as sport biggest thing over here would probably be the ice hockey but um, well, more so for me than anything but uh, what's lined up so far at the Super Bowl to debut are uh, Transformers, The Age of Extinction and Captain America, The Winter Soldier has another trailer coming as well um, not only that but the uh, Need for Speed uh, video game tie-in movie is due to debut another trailer as is The Amazing Spider-Man and Muppets Most Wanted apparently they're doing something with Toyota as far as I'm aware but um, I think the big one there is the Transformers movie um, that people are looking to see because it's kind of a wee bit of a, not a reboot, but kind of a distancing from the previous three Transformers movies. And even though, yes, it is helmed by Michael Bay and Michael Bay gets it in the neck every single time he does something, I'm still looking forward to seeing what this trailer can show us in regards to what the next Transformers movie is going to be like because I love Transformers and whether people consider he has ruined Transformers or ruined other things, um, I still want to see what may be coming out in the future and I'll probably end up going and seeing it anyway. So that would probably be the thing I'd be most excited seeing. Um, I'll be intrigued to see what they do in regards to another trailer for Captain America because uh, the main trailer for Captain America has been doing the rounds now for a number of months. Every movie I've gone to see the last sort of month and a half to two months in the cinema has literally had the Captain America trailer running before it. So to see a few fresh things would be quite nice in that regard. And I must say I am a lot more excited for Captain America the Winter Soldier than... uh, I was a while ago simply based on the first Captain America again because I'm not American kinda the connection with Captain America wasn't there when I watched the first movie it really didn't do a great deal for me in comparison to the other Marvel movies like Thor and Iron Man Um, but definitely from seeing the trailer for Captain America the Winter Soldier it has me a lot more interested the likes of um, the fact that we're gonna have Black Widow going to be in there, seemingly as a mainstay character, as well as the Falcons going to be in there. That's looking very good in my opinion. Um, in regards to Need for Speed, I'm not so sure. It seems like it looks okay in the trailers, but I th- I'm worried that it's another one of these ones where all the good stuff's been showing in the trailer. So um, it's uh, judges out on that one. Uh, sorry, juries out even flip can't even think in that aspect but then Muppets Most Wanted we've seen tons of stuff from Muppets Most Wanted I am still intrigued to go see it it is a Muppets movie so I will be going to see that in terms of movies that I'm looking forward to seeing over the next uh, couple of weeks there is two movies uh, well sorry three movies in the coming weeks that um, I'm looking forward to going to see and it may be something that Again, I'm going to talk about in regards to here at the end of my ramblings. But um, three movies I'm looking forward to seeing are um, Lone Survivor, uh, which is only coming out in the UK this week. Um, The new Robocop movie and the Lego movie, like a big child that I am. But moving on to our final subject, and it is in regards to wrestling. Again, another thing that has broke today. It looks like uh, CM Punk has quit or went on an indefinite uh time of leave from the wwe now there's rumors flying left right and center as in regards to why this has occurred apparently there's a fan has come out and spoke from sort of some sort of con that he was at a couple of days ago and cm punk was there talking and it seems that cm punk was saying that he is extremely frustrated that Batista is in the main event of WrestleMania Thirty, and that Daniel Bryan is not. If that is the case, then fair play to Punk for sure. um, his reasoning is behind that. Um, you know, he's even stressed that he is friends with Batista, so there's nothing in regards to having anything against a Batista. But. Um, that is only one side of the story that we have heard so far maybe we will hear about it maybe we will not sam punk is the sort of guy that would like to maybe sometimes keep things a mystery and keep everybody guessing um or we could hear him come out and speak on his friend colt cabana's um podcast we'll have to see on that one but um it does look that he has quit or went on a leave from the wwe for the uh foreseeable future unless something miraculous happens at this moment in time it was quite a surprise for the world to end up waking up and finding that out today but we all kind of were thinking as wrestling fans that it did seem a bit of a mystery as to why he was not on monday night raw this week and it seems to be that this is the reasoning behind it but um, it seems to have shifted gears for WWE's Wrestlemania it seems Daniel Bryan has now got thrusted into the feud with Triple H that will be culminating at Wrestlemania 30 which isn't a bad thing I know a lot of wrestling fans including myself would love to be seeing Daniel Bryan wrestle for the world Heavyweight title at Wrestlemania but uh, if this is the next best thing then so be it we shall uh, have to go with that but that is going to do it in regards to my ramblings um, and we'll round out this with um, a little chit chat between you and I Um, that sounded a wee bit odd but nonetheless um, basically there's been combinations of factors as to why we haven't been um, back online recording a show number one the key one being work. Work has been a pain to get around in regards to getting the show recorded and uh, number two uh, illnesses and unwell I think I've had the cold in a period of a month three times it seems to come and then disappear and it seems like I'm okay and then it'll come back and slap me straight up the face and I this is kind of one of the first days that I haven't been coughing my head off uh, in regards to it but that aside as well um, there has been other personal things happening in my co-host's life that things become more important than recording a podcast Um, it's not something that I will um, discuss here on the actual show itself, that is up to him if he ever wants to uh, mention it like he has um, to various people um, that we consider friends online but um, yeah I'll I'll leave it at that in that aspect, but also uh, in the time I've been taking, um, you know, moments to think about, you know, where to take the show going forward, and what to do, you know, subject-wise, or, you know, what way to maybe possibly shake the show up a bit, and uh, kick us on, because at the end of the day, here we are, we're at the end of January, um Next month is February, we will be marking our 4th anniversary of doing the show, it is hard to believe that it has been that long that we've been doing the show, but it is indeed coming our 4th anniversary. So that will probably be, um, we'll probably have, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, to have another show out for you um, before the actual 4th anniversary and then we will be having an actual 4th anniversary show because I don't want to be going straight from this into the 4th anniversary show I want to kind of you know, get the momentum going back as we say but um, the key thing being that uh, there will be a reveal in this next episode before our anniversary show as to one of the shake-ups that is going to occur in the show and something that I feel should um, give the show not... A shot in the arm or anything like that, but a little bit of more life and energy going forward and uh, something different for you, the listeners, to actually, in fact, listen to um, because, you know, we've, we've been doing fantastic here the last four years, you know, me and Chris, not to toot our own horns or anything like that, but sometimes you just need to shake things up a little bit and, uh, well, keep everybody's interest, but... Um, I'm not going to reveal exactly what that is because you will find out in the next episode. But more just to tell you that stuff is coming and uh, very much I hope you'll enjoy it. Because I think I will very much enjoy the change and uh, Chris is excited for this change also. And uh, yeah, that's all I can really say in regards to that. So I'm going to call it a day on uh, this little chit chat we've had in regards to various different things that I've noticed online that I wanted to have a yarn about and the stuff that will be going forward in regards to the show so yes thank you all very very much for listening it has been great to get back into the swing of things and actually um, record something for you all so um, yes I look forward to seeing you all in the next show which will hopefully be up in the next week and a bit so for now Tata